Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. So today we're talking about intermediate series, uh, my ninja hack for losing weight. So if you have any questions, make sure that you're commenting them down below. If you're on a live stream, I'm more than happy to answer your questions at the end of this live stream. And uh, if you're watching on podcast, make sure that you leave a review, you know, like and download if you like the episode. And as always, if you guys have any recommendations, make sure you shoot them my way. So today we're talking about my ninja hacks for losing weight. So if you haven't heard over the last little bit, uh, probably about three weeks or so, I've started really focusing on solely losing weight. Okay, now, um, again, just a little bit of a, a pretext in case anyone hasn't known or has been following me for a while. I had about two or three years where every time I went to lose weight, I was getting stuck and I was getting stuck because I have a ton of allergies. Now, I didn't know that they were so severe, but I had lots of inflammation. You know, there was a lot of ups and downs. Every time I went to go to try and lose weight, I would like push my intensity and then I would get hit with a roadblock. And so I honestly thought I was going crazy. But at the end of the day, I just found out I had a histamine issue um, and it was in my food as well as the environmental issues. Okay. So, you know, if anyone else has struggled with that, you found out that something along those lines has happened, or you had some blood work done, and now you had to like focus on health for a while. I totally understand how frustrating it can be. And it's very, very frustrating. It's very annoying, um, especially when you are a coach and you're like, hey, I'm trying to set this awesome example. But I think the other thing is, is that when it comes to health, setting yourself up and being like, hey, you know, right now I need to prioritize my health instead of trying to like run my metabolism into the ground is also kind of inspiring. So in terms of the last few weeks, I'm going to share some things that have gone really well for me. Now, I've also done a competition in the past. So if again, you're new here, um, I have done a bikini competition in the past. I have lost over 70 pounds. I've lost 40 pounds multiple times. I used to do the whole up and down yo-yo dieting. Like guys, I you know it, like I did it, wrote the book on it. I get it, okay? And so I'm gonna share some secrets that have helped me this time compared to the last times because at this point, I'm in a phase where I have the most muscle mass I've ever had. I would say I have like pretty flexible time, but at the same time, I'm still very busy. So it's like a different kind of, it's not like I'm in college anymore, university, and I'm able to do this. So life has definitely changed since the last time I tried to do this. And I've personally decided that this time around, I'm not going to go as intense as I did last time, which also comes with mindset challenges, which I'm going to share with you today. Okay, so the first things first in terms of my ninja hacks, uh, the first thing is, is that like I focus on building muscle for the first like three or four years. Okay, now if you're reading or watching this, don't be like, Oh, no, so I'm like, totally screwed. And this isn't for me. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that the first time that I tried to lose weight, I didn't have a lot of muscle mass. And it was was extremely like 10 times more difficult than it is this time. Okay. 10 times more difficult. And so if you have low amounts of muscle mass, which if you don't have like a Renfo scale or one of those scales that tells you like your lean body mass, your fat percentage, I highly recommend them. I know they're not 
a hundred percent accurate, but it gives you a damn ballpark. You know what I mean? Like it gives you an idea as to where you're sitting, which I find super helpful. Um, so you can definitely go grab one of those, figure out where you are in terms of low, medium, high muscle mass, or you can do like a calculation online. If you know what your body fat is all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. But either way you want to know roughly if you're like in the low percentile, the medium, the high, like where you at. Okay. And the reason why is because expectations going into it is a big thing, right? Like the first time that I ever did this, I had to like do 60 minutes of cardio multiple times a week. I was like eating by the end of it. Like I did compete, but like I was eating like anywhere from eight to 1200 calories, like all of these crazy things, plus working out, plus like not eating anything fun. And truthfully, that's how I thought that I had to lose weight until obviously like I ended up making up an entire program that debunks all of that shit. Um, and now there's multiple coaches as well who like, you know, they, promote the same similar thing where you know you're eating the fun foods that you love and still losing weight and all that kind of stuff but like mentally it's kind of hard hard to wrap your head around because you're like how can I eat pizza and still lose weight and so I'll explain that as well today um but the thing is is like when you're trying to lose weight it really just depends on where you're at so it coming from it this time it's been a lot easier because I've spent three or four years building up muscle because I was trying to deal with all my histamine and my health issues so by focusing on health it still helped me get to the point where I was able to then do a fat loss phase because I'm now in a spot where I have healthy habits. I work out consistently without trying. I work out and like I do my cardio because it's good for me, not because I have to do it to lose weight. I make sure that I get my protein in because I was trying to build muscle, right? So there's all these amazing habits and there's not as much stress of like being a certain size when your goal is building muscle because you're looking for more like the muscle definition and you're looking for all that rather than trying to see what number you are on the scale. Like I would be mindful, but I wasn't focused on it. And so the first thing is, is like, if you have a decent amount of muscle mass, that is like a a ninja hack. That's like way easier. It's way more helpful um, because as you get leaner, you also see progress faster in my personal opinion. And it's not that you're like, you're losing more weight on the scale. If anything, I find the leaner that you get the less amount that you're seeing on the scale, but you start seeing more definition faster, right? Because you have more definition, definition or like lean tissue that drives me nuts. Lean muscle is just muscle. There's no such thing as lean muscle. Lean muscle is like you're less body fat and you're more muscle mass, which comes from building the muscle. So when you want to look leaner and you want to tone up, it's just building muscle and then losing fat. And so the thing is, is like when you have more muscle mass, yes, as you start to get leaner, you start to see more muscle and which looks cooler. And then you're like, wow, I feel like I see more muscle and I see more definition as opposed to when you just have like no muscle mass, you feel like you're just getting smaller, but nothing's changing. You're like, where's all the muscle that's supposed to be popping out? It's like, well, did you build it? You're like, no, that's awkward, right? So been there, done that, wrote the book. Like I said, I literally went on stage and everyone's like, wow, your photos look great. I'm like, I probably have like 10 pounds of muscle on me. Like I don't look that great, you know? So that's the first thing. The second ninja hack that I actually have that you can implement today is that you need to look at voluminous foods. And I know that's like kind of, boring to like say to be that person that's like voluminous foods but voluminous foods are so 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 helpful but also ones that you like ones that you like okay so i'm not talking about getting like crispy minis and saying that they're very voluminous like yes they are very voluminous but they also don't have a lot of nutrients in them i'm talking about like fruit fruit is like demonized i don't know why it's i'm not sure what diet did this but fruit is like demonized when you're trying to lose weight fruit is one of my favorite things to incorporate especially in the summer watermelon strawberries blueberries raspberries um if you like pineapple apples even like a banana you know how long you stay full when you eat those things so full right and so pairing those also with 
with different types of proteins, fats, things like that is going to create a very balanced, sustainable meal that's also full of fiber. You want fiber when you're trying to lose weight because you, one, don't want to be constipated because if you're full of five pounds of shit, literally, right? It's going to add up. Like one, you're going to be super bloated. Whenever you ladies think you're bloated, you always are like, oh my God, I gained like a million pounds. I'm like, no, you're just bloated. You haven't pooped in five days. My favorite is when I get check-in messages and it's like, I haven't pooped for five days. I have no idea why the scale's up like four pounds. I'm like, uh, <laughs> see area one for further clarification on area two, right? Because like when you look at the scale, it's total mass. So if you eat a burger, the burger doesn't just disappear. The burger is in your body now. You see what I'm saying? Not that like you're automatically going to go up like whatever pounds because you ate a burger. But after a full day of food, water, coffees, like stress, like all these different things, like your sodium levels, like all this stuff is going to be a factor. So understanding that fiber is going to help clear everything out is going to help keep your scale more consistent, um, which is better for your mindset, better for your progress, but also just better for you. You really don't want to just be filled with poop all the time. It's really bad for you. It's very bad for you. Okay. Especially if you have gut health issues and all that kind of stuff. Most of the time it's because you're not clearing things out in time, right? Think of like, if you leave a bag of garbage sitting in the um, in the hallway for like two weeks, it's going to stink. Same thing, just putting it out there it doesn't go very well, right? So make sure that you're clearing things out. Okay? It's very important. Uh, the third thing that I would say for weight loss is that you need to move more than you think. I cannot tell you how many ladies spend eight to 10 hours a day sitting at a desk, and then they have to do like 30 minutes of cardio. And it's the end of the fucking world. I'm so sorry to say this, like, you know, it's just I don't want to be that person of bad news. But you sat at a desk for eight hours, and you've gotten 2000 steps. The average, like, if you were to just look at in terms of like health, seven to take 10k steps is like the the bare minimum that you should hit. And honestly, just like the ballpark, which you should hit in order to maintain your health indicators, like is a very good spot. Now I do understand not everyone has the time to go walk around the block for an hour, especially if you have babies and kids and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but the thing is, it's like, are you able to do a circuit at home? Like, are you able to, you know, buy a piece of cardio equipment and have that in your house? That's a great option. If you're able to go to the gym, I love that for you. Are you able to take said baby or kid on a walk with you? They love it too, right? Like they really do like it. You just have to like teach them that this is something that we do. It's just something that you have to get into a routine with. Are you able to get up a little bit earlier and go do something? Like it really depends. And I think with weight loss, like you really just have to decide that you're going to go all in with it right? Because realistically, an actual fat loss phase is anywhere from like 12 to 16 weeks max. That is it. After that, you go back and you start incorporating like more calories, you start focusing on muscle again, you start like kind of getting yourself out of that because it's way too low. It's way too low. You can't spend like your entire life in low calories. And I know a lot of you have been doing that right now. So what you're probably like the best spot to start with is like a body recon phase where you're focusing on muscle, you're increasing your calories. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on that because I think you need to learn a little bit more about that because that's normally where we start most of our clients. But then after doing that phase, you're able to do a fat loss phase and you're not sitting at 800 calories, a thousand calories, which then like the reason why this is like a ninja hack for losing weight is because then you're not eating very low calories, which means that you can eat more foods that you like, which means that the chances of you adhering to your diet are way higher. Does this make sense? Right? Drop some fire guys. If you're on the live stream, if this makes sense. So 
as you're doing this, it makes more sense for you to be increasing your calories first and then decreasing them, building up that muscle mass, getting those habits engaged. Because the thing is, is like, you know how, you know how, not even restrictive, but do you know how consistent you need to be when your calories are at 1200? You don't get anything fun. And I think you guys know this because you've been on it before. You don't get anything fun. There's no ice cream. There's no random like go out to eat at random restaurants. Like there's no finding anything on the menu that fits. It's like constantly you're just over on calories all the time. If you do that, it's honestly ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're hungry. Um, a lot of the times you have cravings. You last about six days and then all of a sudden you want to eat everything. Like that's totally normal because that's the calorie amount that you're at. Your body is most likely wanting like 16, 17, 1800 calories, but you've been at 1200 calories for like 10 years. So the thing is, is like you keep trying to hit it, but like you're not looking at the pattern of the fact that you can't keep hitting it because your body's like, I'm just not down. And then on the weekend, you end up overeating. And then Monday, you're going to start again, but you're miserable because you don't want to do it because you know what's going to happen, right? You start this whole cycle. So instead, what happens is after you do that body recomp phase that we talked about, and again, I'm going to do a full podcast on that. Afterwards, normally you end up dieting. The lowest I've ever had to get someone down to is like 1400, which 1400 is still very low, but it's not like deathly low. It's like, yeah, like I probably can have like a snack or go out for dinner. It's not like I can have both, but you can still find something like, Again, you shouldn't really be eating the full portion at a restaurant anyways. Like portion wise, it's about half. Even if you're focusing on health, it's just too many calories. But it's like when you're looking at everything, it's a lot more sustainable for you to hit, right? And it's because you spent the time outside of a deficit before going back in instead of just constantly trying to lose weight. And I'm going to be real with you too. If you're someone that is just starting to like get into weight loss again, and you've done previous plans and like you've done Weight Watchers and like all these other things, you know that it like sucks. Weight loss isn't really that fun. I'm just gonna be honest. It's not that fun. Like we like the outcome, but it's not that fun. And so like, it's how do we make it more enjoyable? Or how do we make it sustainable? So we can just do the damn thing. And then kind of like get out of it and sustain our results, right? And so understanding that like when you set yourself up for success, you're going to be rewarded because you're actually giving your body what it needs, which means it can function better, which means like, guys, when people say like their metabolism is raising, they literally just mean that they're eating more food. That's pretty much it. Like there's a few other things you can do. But like, realistically, the fastest way to raise your metabolism, it's the summary of everything in your body. So if you want everything to work better, what would you do? You would give it more energy, right? Like, how do you give anything more energy or more power? You give it more energy right? So you just have to give your body more food, more calories, it's going to raise everything. And yeah, like if you eat too much, you're going to start gaining weight, because it's going to start storing it. But if you're also making sure that you're really consistent with your weight training, like you're not going to have that issue. So like the ninja hacks really are like build more muscle, make sure that you're eating voluminous foods, um, make sure that you're like only doing it for a set period of time, because like, I can get right now I'm trying to get 15,000 steps. It's a lot of freaking steps. I'm always walking. My feet are so sore, but I'm only doing that till like the end of September. I'm not doing that for the rest of my life right now. Afterwards, are we going to slowly decrease like probably my steps a little bit and increase the amount of food? Yes, but my food also isn't stupid low right now. My food is really like at a very manageable spot. My food probably won't change at all. It'll all be activity level. And that way it's, I'm able to sustain at some point for like a certain amount of levels too, because like, okay, not to confuse you, but by the end of this, say I get my, my steps up to like something and saying like 18,000, which some of you guys are probably already doing. Okay. My baseline, if I went down to 10,000 steps, 
that is still a really healthy amount of steps, but it also feels less than the 18,000. So my water line is naturally going to be raised because I am doing so much more, right? So now I'm in a habit of walking 18, say thousand steps by the end of this, because you do have to gradually increase it. But now like when I'm done, I'm not just going to go back down to 4,000 steps like I was doing before and working all day. I'm going to maintain at a higher level. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like you do your weight loss stuff and then all of a sudden you go back to normal. You're still maintaining a lot of the habits. It's just at a more reasonable amount. Okay. Um, my other ninja hack for weight loss is I really like to focus on doing my cardio first and then my weights. If you are new to this, I would do your weights and then I would do your cardio, but this is the intermediate series. And when you're literally just trying to get shredded, like I'm talking, get from 20% cause I was at 20% and I'm going to get to about 17 to 16%, which is where I used to sit before all this stuff happened is literally like, I will do steps first and then I will do my weights. And it probably goes ass backwards from what most people recommend. But the thing is, is that I find that it's harder for me personally right now to get my steps in. And my overall movement has a way bigger impact when I'm solely trying to lose weight. But I do make sure that regardless of how I feel, I'm still getting my workout sessions in. Okay, so it's just I normally I can normally bang out an exercise session in maybe 3045 minutes, but my steps take like an hour or two. So I focus on my steps. And then if I don't have time, and I like only get three workouts in instead of four, that's okay when I'm in this phase going from like 20% body fat to 17. Because when you're trying to literally get shredded, um, it's normally like protein and your your workouts, yes, are going to maintain your muscle mass. But the goal is to solely lose body fat. Okay. And so like, the goal is to solely lose body fat. And so that's why you keep up with your protein. That's why you keep up with your workouts. Otherwise, you will start burning muscle mass a lot faster also. But I also need to increase my movement. And my movement is something that's very hard for me to do right now, just because I sit most of the time doing stuff like this. Okay, so that's something that I normally focus on. And I find that that works really well. And then as soon as I'm like, I'm out of a fat loss phase, it's like workouts always first, and then my and then my cardio, because I want to keep my muscle mass up. And I want to keep building it as much as I can, because I know how important it is. Okay, so this is why like phases are important. I don't really like, except for when you're first starting, I don't really believe in the whole like build muscle, then lose fat thing. It's only when you're first starting that that's a thing. After that, there's phases, there's a weight loss phase, there's muscle building, there's a weight loss phase, there's a muscle building. Yes, are we trying to stay lean the whole time? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's like once you get serious, and you've been doing this for five to seven years, you need to really make sure that you're like, you're you're very intentional. Like if I want to build my shoulders and my glutes, it's six to eight weeks of building my shoulders and my glutes, right? Like if I want to build my core, if I want to build whatever, like I'm very intentional with that for a set period of time. I'm not just like, fucking around, you know, so I find that's way easier when you're trying to do everything. Because I think a lot of you are like, I've been doing this for a long time. And like, I want to be flexible. and I want to build strength. And I want to have like my cardio up. And then I want to eat this. And then I want to do this. And now summer's here. So now I want to drink. And it's like, if your goal is to build muscle and your or your goal is to lose fat, and you are drinking every weekend or multiple times a week, it's probably not the right time for you to focus on losing weight or building muscle. I'm just going to say what it is. Okay. Because the thing is, is that at the end of the day, trying to stay within your calories when they get decently low, like 14, 15, 16, even 1700 calories, unless you have one drink, maybe it's like, what's the point? Like you can't really stay within those calories. And if you are, you most likely are cheating it somehow you either like you know 0.5 of a tablespoon of peanut butter and I'm like no like no you had a full tablespoon but you just wanted to be within calories because you drank for the other half of your calories right you're eating chips you're eating all these things like there's other things that go along with that 
And so when you're trying to lose weight, if you're also like drinking multiple times a week, it's just not, it's not going to be as beneficial as you, you think, because you're going to be more tired. You're going to have more cravings. Your stress levels are going to be higher. You're not going to sleep as well. There's going to be a lot of um, things like that. So you just really want to make sure that um, there's more uh, calories coming from other sources other than alcohol other than takeout like it's just not going to leave you that like full and it's not going to leave you feeling like everything is where it needs to be you're going to be kind of swollen your gut health is going to be all over the place like it's just not ideal so like for 12 to 16 weeks like i might have one drink on the weekend but i don't drink multiple times throughout the week um i just found it's not worth it and if my goals are really important to me it's just not worth it at the end of the day um i can have a drink or two like later on but that's pretty much it um are you able to technically still drink and lose weight yes like you can but again it's like you're gonna end up that you're hungry you're gonna notice that your stress levels are all the place your sleep's all over the place like there's just a point where it's not worth it if that's really something that's important to you i'll just be honest that's just that's my opinion of it and even when i did drink all the time it still was it was still my opinion on it that was still something that i had to do for that period and like guys remember that like when i um went to go compete the first time I cut out all sugar, I cut out all alcohol, I cut out dairy, I cut out like everything. And not that you need to do that. But there are certain things from that that I did learn, which is like, um, it was a lot easier to maintain, like I felt better, and I was able to recover faster and sleep better and all that kind of stuff. When the alcohol was low, um, you know, when the sugar was low, like, all that kind of stuff. Now, do I think it like would have impeded my fat loss at all? No, because like this time around, I'm eating like, gluten-free Oreos because I found out that I actually do have an aversion to wheat. Like I can't eat wheat right now. Um, so I eat gluten-free Oreos. Um, I will have like a popsicle. Um, I am incorporating, like, for example, I'll go to Starbucks and have like a half sweet caramel macchiato. Like I'm still having some things with sugar in it, but the thing is, is that it's still like reduced because I'm also asking myself, like, if I consume this, am I going to be hungry later? Like the one day I think I had like three iced coffees, but like they made them with the base, like the the sugar stuff. And it put my calories up like three or 400. And then at the end of the night, I was starving. And I was like, damn it, like I did that to myself. You know what I mean? So it's just I knew that after that, like I was only going to have like one or two coffees, maybe a day, which like I normally don't have three, but I was also going to choose a better option because I was so hungry at the end of the night. And then I was kicking myself because it's like, why did I do that? Right. So also understanding like your patterns as you go. So just a summary for the ninja hacks, guys, it's like one, build more muscle. You know, it's a lot easier Two, make sure you have voluminous foods. Three, um, also focus on one thing at a time, weight loss or muscle gaining or body, like body recomp when you're first starting, but muscle building you know, weight loss, whichever, when you're in this like intermediate phase, which is like anyone who's been working out for like, I would say like three to five plus years, like consistently, but you're just still all over the place. And then four with nin or with losing weight, it's like, it's a set period of time. So 12 to 16 weeks, don't go over that. After that, you go right back into your other phases. Okay. Um, now the thing is, is like, you can still maintain a lower level of leanness, but you're just starting to increase your calories and decreasing your steps. Um, the last one is, is like, be smart with your food choices. Like, you know, you can drink, you can have sugar, you can have all these things, but you're going to notice that you might be hungry at the end of the night. And then that might lead to you overeating. Uh, you might also notice that like a decrease in recovery, you might notice that you don't sleep that well, all these kind of things, which is super frustrating sometimes, um, because it would be really nice to just have some like, I guess, like have more than you would want. But again, everything with losing weight is like moderation. So you can have a few things like you can have a few drinks, you can have a 
you know, some chocolate, you can have whatever, but instead of having like a huge dose of it, you're having like a, a micro dose of it. And you're having that like maybe a few times a week or whatever, except for alcohol. Don't do that multiple times a week, maybe like once or twice. It's honestly, it just messes up so many things. Google it. It's crazy. I think I did a podcast on it too, but you guys get the deal. Um, yeah. And then like my last and final thing that I'll say for Ninja Hacks for losing weight is, um, just uh, you got to lean into the fact that there's going to be days where you're hungry. Hunger is normal. Um, and as your deficit increases, you're going to be more hungry throughout the day. And it's normal to be hungry at night. And it's normal to not like it. And it's normal to want to eat. I'm not saying like starve yourself. If you're like starving, go eat something. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. There's a certain point where I'm like, unless you're trying to compete, just go, go eat something. But again, making like better decisions, but it's also looking at your macros and being like, you know, am I low on protein? Am I low on carbs, fats? Where can I kind of pull from? Right. So that's the first thing I would look at. Um, and the second thing is, is like, yeah, just get used to like kind of the discomfort and just do what you can drink some water, like sparkling water is great. It'll kind of you know, curb your appetite, which sounds really toxic. But um, again, when you're trying to get from 20% to 17%, this is like not fun. It's not like getting from 50 to 30 or 30 to 20. You can get from 50 to 30% body fat, super easy. 30 to 20, freaking joke. 20 to like 20 to 15 sucks. It's awful. Like it's not fun. It's not cute. Um, this is when you're super tired, brain fog. Like I think I've said the same thing like three times in this podcast, but that's fine. All that kind of stuff. Like you're just kind of bleh um, for most of it. And then when you get from like 15 to 12, that's like competition mode. That's like, oh, you just like sleep all day. But like, I don't like that mode. So the most I'll, I'll go right now is like probably 16%. It's just that tight. Like that's, it's just a very low amount of body fat. Uh, to give you guys an idea, Last time that I was at 19% body fat, I was 135 pounds. So I've put on a significant amount of muscle compared to the last time that I was like leaning down significant because the thing is, is that I look so different. I should post a photo later, um, but I like so different from way back when. Um, and right now I have 17% subcutaneous fat, which is like the fat outside your muscle. I guess like that you can see outside that's more like your stomach, your legs, all that kind of stuff. And then six visceral fat, which is like around your heart, your lungs, all that kind of stuff. So you might find that when you use the app or when you use one of these like scales that you have a ton of visceral fat, understand that your body is going to get rid of visceral fat first. So if you have a ton of visceral fat, you might lose all of that. And then your body will start losing the subcutaneous. So that's why you don't see anything when you first start. Also, it's like water, you know, poop, all this like lovely stuff that's kind of been bunged up. And then on top of it, you also have your visceral fat. And so that needs to leave first. And then once most of that is gone to a point where it's like your body's like, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, then it moves over to the subcutaneous fat, which is um, the fat that you see and the one that you probably want to be gone. Okay. So yeah. So I hope this helped. I hope you're having the best day ever. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.